What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk, movie musings for mostly everyone. Welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. On this week's episode, we're going to make some jokes. Yeah. We're going to get serious. We're going to talk about a movie. We're going to talk about the human condition, the soul. Dang. I'm Jordan, and I'll be your guide today. Who do I have with me in the studio? Hey, teens. I'm Doge, <laughs> and you need to... Learn that someone else's confusion and mixed signals you try to decipher aren't a reflection of you, but rather of someone's ability to see your chunk. Wow. I'm Carter. I try not to let strangers see my chunk most of the time. Yeah. No, it's not appropriate usually in polite society, but you know, sometimes we get a little ribbled. Sometimes we get a little blue on this podcast. I'm Carter End. You don't remember your chunk? No. But for some reason, I remember yours. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, gross. A name. A name. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember? Yeah, it's, it's kind of <laughs> nasty. Uh, we do want to give a quick update here at the beginning of this episode that uh, I think uh, Gator Queen Liz is doing okay. We were. Yeah. We kind of got off yeah. on a sauce tangent that became a tip, a chip tangent. It became a swamp people tangent. Yeah. And we discovered that, that uh, Gator Queen Liz has maybe been through some things, but her and her family are going to be A-O-K. She, According she, was to fired from, she was fired from swamp people in like 2017 or 18, but her Facebook post does say that she believes in Louisiana and she She's, backs her yeah. family 100%. <laughs> and can that's you really what more can you ask for? In Louis- like, I don't think it's real. I've I also, been there. I think if, if I have family anybody, there. If anybody's going to survive COVID... It's Gator Queen Liz. I'm sure she's just fine. She didn't even know oh, what happened. Chewed We she yeah. she emerged wish- in 2022 and was like, "Why is everybody being so weird? <laughs> What's happening? Uh, why was I an old prospector? That's not Gator Queen Liz. What's happening around here? Um, can, can anybody tell me what's going on? <laughs> before we play a game here on this first half, we'll be talking about Spirited Away after the break, which is going to be a uh, our way of saying goodbye to Thanksgiving, which has been really a wholesome, lovely, strange, and wonderful time. Uh, I want to ask really quick, which is streaming? Sometimes it feels like we don't get to talk about what we're streaming because of Strike. Which is streaming? Doge has some real stream? Googling if Gator Queen Liz is still alive energy right now, and I'm trying to need to know that. <laughs> I'm for trying sure to decipher about this. I can't. About this. 
We can't tell, dude. She She's is. off the grid. I she can't is. tell. She for sure is. She for sure. Is. I she can't lives tell. off the grid. Okay, she took some. She took some pics on July thirty first with weather coming into Pelican Island, comma pretty cool clouds. Okay, Ooh, sounds like she's doing all right. Could have been the end for her. Sounds like she's on, honestly on July sixth, she had a tough time. She posted a picture of a garden harvest and said, "Ugliest damn tomatoes I've ever planted." What's wrong with those tomato emojis? <laughs> Prayers up. Prayers, Prayers going up. up for- <laughs> Prayers <laughs> up for Queen, Liz. Queen Liz's ugly damn tomatoes. Queen oh Liz my swan. god, tootum. I am streaming. It's a great question, Carter. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a hefty group here for you. Come on, it's been a while. This is a content-heavy season for me. Uh, Starting off first, and by far most importantly, uh, it's that time. Holiday baking champion season ten, full swing. Week two was riveting, exciting. uh, Excited for what week three is going to bring. This Um, is not greatest. Uh, great British baking. This is no, holiday. No, no, the no, other no. one. Yeah. This is holiday yeah. baking champion. Food this is a Food Network show hosted yeah. by Jesse Palmer. Um, Crazy man. He judged. goes from the NFL to. Yeah, I think he's yes. better at this. Uh, he's. Uh, it's being That's how judged. You know his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's being judged by uh, Duff Goldman, who's like uh, the 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 cake Duff boss. Got stuff, you know, Ace of cakes, not, dude. Ace uh, of cakes and. Uh, some other people whose names are escaping me right now, but uh, it's just <laughs> Duff's great, my guy. Just, Duff's my guy in a major way, though. I do love Duff. Him and Carla. Him and Carla are the two best judges. Yeah. I love uh, Carla. Nancy just talks Here's, about how there's not enough alcohol and everything. Get her out of here. Can I just say really quick what what if if you're just looking for content, if you already like food shows, the best thing that you can do to get to know some of the personalities that are going to be on any food competition show that you'll see for the rest of your life is watch some Top Chef. Watch mm. two or three seasons of Top Chef. Guarantee you seven to eight of these people you're going to see every day if you They're want to judge show. everything. Yeah. yeah, Carla had a great season. She's super fun. But yeah. I like Carla a lot. She's great. Her personality is uh, Keegan-Michael Key like down to a T. Like she speaks like him. <laughs> Bro, she just like, like him. Yes. I agree. Yeah. There's so much. She's so much fun. Um, but yeah, so I'm watching Holiday Baking Champion. I'm gotcha. watching uh, Invincible season two, which yeah. Good is start. just fantastic. Off to a great shout start. out Sterling K Brown. What a what a wonderful ad, dude. What a wonderful yeah. ad. When is he bad? What what is he bad at? You can't find it. He has never yeah. been bad. I love Sterling K Brown. Such a season great two. show. Also, Ben Schwartz is in season two, uh, which has already been. Fun to hear his voice. I love Benny Schwartz all the time. Uh, also watching uh, season 39 of The Challenge and season 45 of Survivor, both of which That's are delivering right. in auction every back, major. Everybody on this call is on that Vivo grind. That's true. Love and Survivor this season. Auctions back. Get you some fish eyes. Look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. Admire <laughs> it though. I admire the gum yeah. I really do. What about you guys? What are you streaming? Uh, ditto on a lot of those things. I'm also streaming. Uh, there's just been so much good anime that it has its next season up. And the great cool. thing about anime too is either you There'll have a Crunchyroll subscription to where you can watch it uh, every week, or it's just like, oh, hey, by the way, 24 new episodes. It's Here's a new season of it. Demon Slayer, getting started on that. The final, final season of uh, Attack on Titan. Oh, wow. Um, there's there's a lot of good stuff there. I'm also watching. There's a lot of good Bravo things right now. Winter House is back. It used to just be Summer House. 
Oh, okay. Uh, winter house. Winter house is just like yeah, they're out in the Hamptons, like summer house, but like cold. But now it's closer winter to maybe house. like December. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of new housewives. I'm finishing what we do in the shadows. I'm in season four now, and it's man, it's so fun. I think it's up there with like Parks and Rec, the kind of feelings you have just watching. It's super short and sweet. And then it's just hilarious. I'm laughing out loud yeah. every single episode. Yeah. But that's that's mostly, it's the fall for me as a sports boy is very much football. Mm. And so you can't really, I mean, you can stream it. They got Amazon Prime Thursday nights. Uh, but yeah. I'm I mean, I'm watching three of those four shows I mentioned live. So, I mean, in my stream, yeah, 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 yeah. who knows? Yeah. yeah. No one yeah, can tell. Who can uh, tell. I'm also on The Challenge, also on Survivor. Um, Lessons right now in chemistry is good, by the way, as well. Ooh, Brie I've Larson, heard it's great. Very good. Oh, Lessons in chemistry. Yeah, it looks good. Muy bien, muy bien. I've heard it's really good. Um, like almost as good as the Marvels. Like two of her best projects she's ever done. Probably her two best jobs of acting ever. Uh, we're also watching Our Flag Means Death. Uh, because we love. Oh, we haven't watched the second doing. season yet. Yeah, we're we're still in the first season, but we're loving oh, it. Okay. If what we do in the shadows is a ten. Let's say if you're buying the poster for what we do in the shadows, the show. Which I am. Shows, yeah, well, I am. Definitely. Our flag means death is what? On the scale. Probably a, probably an eight or a nine. I don't know. That we haven't finished fair. the first season yet. Uh, it's okay. not as like, not as quick and funny uh, as in the script as what we do in the shadows is. It's way more like situationally funny. Great. Uh, the shared DNA like is a lot quick. of the like… Funny, it's funny conceptually in the in way concept, that what we do in yes. the shadow is. Yes. What we do in the shadows is. Okay. Yeah, great. that's a great way of putting it. Like a lot of the okay. jokes in both shows boil down to like, what a funny read on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if a vampire did this? Or right. what if a pirate did this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also finished Gen V, which is oh, yeah. a spinoff the boys. of The Voice. It is certainly as good as Moments that were better. And wow. I really enjoyed yeah, it. I, I need to watch it. You definitely wow. need to watch it. Is it I a mean, prequel? you're going to have a couple of I don't really scenes know much where you're about just it. like, what? Uh, it is a bunch of students uh, that are at a university for heroes. And it is uh, just past people finding out that, uh, mute, uh, mute this if you're watching any of this uh, IP, when they just found out that about Compound V. That it's gotcha. like your parents can choose when this happens. So gotcha. it is kind of almost alongside what we just saw happen in The Boys. Gotcha. Yeah. Kind of sounds X-Mini being at the school Very much for so. superheroes. Uh, Very much yeah. so. All right. We got to watch it. Sounds awesome. Yep. I mean, you're going to have two or three scenes that you're like, that's the most obscene thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, yeah, it's um, The Boys. So, <laughs> But yeah. The Boys is, game of, is the good. closest thing as far as like content to Game of Thrones on TV right now. As far as like, Whoa, okay. <laughs> Be like, uh, weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well, that was what we were streaming. Now we're going to play Extra Credit. Uh, for those good. of you that don't know, Extra Credit is the, the, the number one game in America. The number one game in America. Sweeping Extra Credit uses the IMDb algorithm, unfortunately. Uh, if you ever are perusing the internet movie database… 
you will see that any actor or actress or anybody involved in the movie business, if they've got at least four projects that they've ever done, um, they're going to have a known for section, which are those top four. And so what happens in extra credit is I give these guys a pool of personalities to pull from uh, that they have to guess at least three of those four to stay on track to get nine points. They need nine points to win. They can get 15. That's your extra credit. So they're going to have three actors or actresses trying to guess all of their known fours. If they can guess all four of one actor or actresses known for, that's five points. So could get 15, only need nine. Our extra credit for today is Thanksgiving. So all actors, voice actors of the American dub, of the English dub, not American. A lot of these are not American. Um, the English dub of the Ghibli movies. So that would be Mononoke to where we could probably find a mini driver. We could find a Billy, Billy Bob, Bob and a Billy Crudup. Uh, we have... Castle in the Sky, Mark Hamill is there. We've done him several times. Mm. Uh, we have Howl's Moving Castle, which might be a melting pot of, of bigger names. Billy, Billy Crystal, uh, Christian Bale. Maybe you could try Josh Hutcherson. Hutcherson. Um, give that a shot. And then we have Spirited Away, which doesn't have... I, I think of all of the movies so far, Spirited Away had the least... Certainly recognizable voices. They had the most recognizable voices, maybe. Uh, but names we didn't know very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smallest star power. Smallest star power, but certainly certainly some familiar. You know what's funny is I actually think we could get pretty close to Tara Strong. John Ratzenberger, Tara Strong. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, my guess is it's like Batman the Animated Series, Powerpuff Girls, Rugrats. I think she's Timmy Turner Chemical well. X. I think she was. Sugar, spice, and everything nice. That's if the SNL announcer did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're the same. Did you know that? Is, it, is that really true? I don't know. He's making it up. <laughs> but, um, Professor Utonium. Do you want to start with Christian Bale? Sure. Do you think that's achievable? Hmm. I mean, it's extra credit, so are any of are any of them achievable? It's extra credit. Sure. Sure. Okay. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Let's start with Christian Bale. What say ye, my friends? The Dark Knight. I think so. That's Lock. wild if the Dark Knight's not in there. The Dark Knight's crazier. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number one. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So uh, is it the machinist? Is that the thing that he lost all uh-huh. the weight for? And uh-huh. won an Oscar? Skinny Christian. Yep. Did we think that? The, mach- the machinist. Lock it in. Sure. Yeah. Lock it in. Bong, bong. I think the prestige could be there. I think in my mind, the contenders for these last two spots are… Both of the He's other only ever won one Oscar, by the way. Go was it for machinist, machinist or something else? It was not for the Machinist. Oh, I thought he won. Did he win for Vice? Maybe that sounds familiar. I think he might have won for Vice. So Vice I think could be we've there. Got, that's what I'm saying. I think it's either Vice, the Prestige, or one of the two remaining Batman's. He didn't win for Vice. No. Let's go Vice anyway. Vice. Vice. Lock it in. Lock it in. 
Bong Bong. All right. Off to a great start. Thank you, Christian Bale. Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Lock Lock it in. in. Bing, 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 bing. You got two points there. Number one, The Dark Knight. Number two, Batman Begins. Number three, American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Number four. That'll be it. American Hustle. Ah. Okay. He Number won five for the fighter, is which American is a Batman. Wonderful movie. The fighter is the fighter really good. is great. He did not even get nominated for the Machinist, but he got skinny for it. He got skinny for it, man. You can't. I mean, you can't always Leto your way into Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> not even Leto can most of the time. So we got not two even most points. of the time Leto. Did you see that he climbed the Empire State Building as a promo for Thirty Seconds to Mars? Who cares? Like he climbed the outside of it as Who a cares? promo yeah. for his band Thirty Seconds to Mars. It's not, it made the podcast, you know? So, and here I, here I am giving impress about it. Now everybody knows he did it. <laughs> we still, um, I mean, we got Emily Mortimer, Blythe Danner, Lauren Bacall, Gene Simmons. This Josh is him realizing Billy there's Crystal. not that many options. No, there's um, definitely options. Billy Crystal might be fun. Ooh, that'll be a tough one. Jada Pickett Smith. I don't think Billy Crystal will be that tough. You think, let's you try think, Bill. You think he will be? William Crystalline. Yeah, William Crystal. We're going for it. When Harry met Sally. Yeah, it's for sure when Harry Lock met it Sally. In. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number three. Monsters Incorporated, I think, probably. Figure, yeah, Monsters, Inc. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bong, bong. What? <laughs> you know when somebody's like, Billy Crystal, and they're like, yeah, Mike Wazowski? No, not him. <laughs> Isn't Billy Crystal in Princess Bride? Uh-huh. Yeah. He's Miracle Max. Yeah. Have fun storming the castle. Yeah. Princess Bride. Lock I think it Princess in. Bride will be there. Princess Bride, lock it in. Bong bong. Yeah. All right. We cannot win this game now. <laughs> it is not possible for us to win this game. Actually, oh, it, it is. No, if we get this next one right, and then the uh-huh. third person perfect, we can win this game. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of extra credit. That's how. I, that's I what say. I would call it for sure. Hey, name name one, just one, dude. I oh, hate to Billy be the guy Crystal that movie. says Monsters University could be there, but oh my god, it's definitely possible. It's Disney Infinity. It's a video game where he played Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Spirit Spirited Away. I mean, uh, Howl's Moving Castle could. I don't think so. I don't either. I don't either. If Monsters, Inc. is not, I feel like Hell's Moving Castle definitely is not. Billy Crystal wasn't an SNL guy. SNL is never in the top four, I think. That just can't be true for everybody. Um, well, I'm sure, I'm sure like Sebastian Montescalo is in his top four, but what else has he done? Was he ever in SNL? What a weird poll. No, what's his name? Uh, Sebat- what's the guy's name? Who's on now? The Crab? Yeah, Sebastian the Crab. That's right. Yep. Who am I thinking of? What I is that know. feature player's name? Is there a Sebastian on SNL right now? We'll get there. We'll get there. Just, just wait. Just chill. Just hang on. Hey, I don't know who I was referring to. Wait. I don't either. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. That's fine. You said Sebastian Meniscalo, oh, which is close here. to a real person. Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian Meniscalco is a Carson. 
Yeah, Carseman. That's who I'm talking about. The fire it's demon. Like Carseman. Carseman, the fire demon. Let's go. <laughs> Love a good rhyme. Let's go Monsters University. Monsters University. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bong bong. Yeah. Number one, forget Paris. Number two, city slickers. You okay, we should have gotten that one. Number three, when Harry met Sally. And then number four, analyze this. <laughs> I've heard of three of the four, and we should have gotten City Slickers. That one was. The other great thing about extra credit is it can't just end unless you've done all three actors. You've got to. I've got to get through the last. Beg to differ. We have have three points. Let's see if we can get four. Who will it be? Tara Strong. Yeah. Tara Strong. Of Spirited Away. Powerpuff Girls. Okay, Powerpuff Girls. Lock it in. One second. One second. No, lock it in right now. One second. Right now. Bing, bing. Number two. Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, lock, lock it in. in. Bong, bong. <laughs> Rugrats, lock it in. Lock it in. Bong, bong. Loki, lock it in. She's just she minutes. Loki? Miss Minutes, the clock. Oh, there's no way. Loki, lock it in. There's no chance. Zero percent chance. Bong, bong. You got four points. Yeah. I thought you could. Number one, Batman, the killing joke. She was Barbara Gordon. That movie wasn't even good. The Powerpuff Girls. Number three, My Little Pony, the movie, Princess Twilight. Number four, Batman, Arkham City, Harleen Quinzel. Is that the first video game we've ever seen in a top four? It might be. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe. She's making money though, dude. She's got She's like, do you want to take a single guess? most prolific voice actor ever? She's in If you everything. can give me how many, like how we do with a Star Was Born, how many projects she's been attached to? Oh god. If you can give me within 10 of the actual number, I'll give you another actor. Can I tell you something crazy about me? The first number that jumped out to me, I just had a gut feeling that it was 631, but that feels too big, right? That feels like a lot, but probably not by as much of a margin as we think. Yeah. Um, I would say she's probably in the, I mean, 300s doesn't sound that crazy to me. Maybe upper 200s. Do you want to go like Yeah, because I guess they won't count individual episodes. They're not going to count no, like they won't. every I won't count, I won't count her upcoming projects either. Okay. Do you want to go like so. 280? Yeah, that feels good. 283. 283. Sure. Lock, yeah, lock it in, I guess. I don't know. Six hundred and thirty-seven. Whoa, dude. No way. What was your what yeah. was the number you said? 631. No, you didn't. You said 631? Uh-huh. Yeah. What? I was like that's too big. I just that number just jumped to me. I don't know. My my terror senses were tingling. Dude, I mean, she's she especially in the in the not, late 90s wow. and the early 2000s, she was in everything, but even still, I think she's like Yeah. Unbelievable, dude. I was so wow. close. Yeah, that's wild how close that's you were. That's crazy. Wow, wow, wow. Well done on that. I mean, I'm, Well, I'm Carter, impressed. we lost extra credit. Are you happy now? Having fun I am. on this recording finally? I'm, I'm, I'm happy now. Uh, coming soon. I, I want to do a couple more here. We'll do some Rumpelstiltskin. We see you on Disney. 
synopsis when I jump on over to Flickster, tell these guys a synopsis of a movie that's coming out and they have to try and guess the title of that movie. We have... Mm, mm. Coming out December 1st, 2023, as we get into this holiday season. This is a uh, Andrea Eckerbaum flick. Mm. 76 minutes. It's a kids family holiday comedy and adventure genre. While visiting a Christmas market. Number of minutes you said? 76. 76. Yeah. Wow. While visiting a Christmas market in her Norwegian town, eight year old Marianne suddenly sees an unbelievable sight on the top shelf of a carnival game booth. The most adorable stuffed teddy bear has just moved his head and sneezed. Feeling an instant connection with the living stuffed animal, Marianne can't think of any better Christmas wish than to win him as a prize. But when someone else wins Teddy, it's up to him and his new hedgehog friend, that came out of nowhere, Boya, to reconnect with Marianne and discover the true impact, the true importance of family and friendship. What's it called? It's probably called like the Christmas bear or something dumb. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to officially guess the Christmas bear, but I'm going to go on record and say that I wish it was called have yourself a berry little Christmas. Mm. Love it. I'll bear home for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Teddy's Christmas. You got Christmas, right? That one was lame. I have to show you the poster for this one, but we have another holiday classic. Soon to be coming out December first. PG, a Stephanie Garvin flick, kids family holiday comedy romance. This movie centers on a high-powered female executive. Wait, did we already do this one? <laughs> There's a hundred movies that have that in the synopsis, <laughs> so I don't wait, know. Wait, 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 wait. Read it. No, read it because guaranteed, we if we've done it, we won't remember the name of it. <laughs> that's actually legitimately uh, true. That's true. That's true. Uh, centers on a high-powered female executive and Grinchy workaholic CEO. We've definitely done this one. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. Whose whole world comes crashing down because of unforeseen circumstances despite her self-perceived importance. How do you know we've done this? I remember the phrase Grinchy workaholic. With help from a Salvation Army Santa. Okay, and a little now holiday I'm remembering magic. this. Now I'm remembering yeah. yeah. <laughs> the protagonist finally realizes the key to letting go of her painful past is the answer to becoming the twinkling light that both her community and her family need. It's sure to inspire audiences to be resilient, forgiving, and transformative. What's it called? The, actress, the actress's name who plays the lead feels like they have a hallmark character name. It's Kelly Stables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty hallmark. We've already done this one, so it's not. What's fair. it called? What's it called? Holiday Twist. That sucks. sucks we did dude. it backwards. That's why we don't remember it. Is because we played that one in Nick's It Slept More. Backwards Rumpel Stiltskin. Yep. Because we wild. had to guess what Holiday Twist was about. Releasing just in time for Thanksgiving, November 24th, an hour and 29 minutes. A Dominic Ross flick, horror mystery thriller. A group of social justice warriors in a quest to free an innocent man, search an abandoned campground for a serial killer, but each gets picked off one by one until it comes down to one person versus the prolific killer. I mean, it's got to just be Thanksgiving. Mm. 
Or Shanksgiving. Shout out to December 8th on Peacock, the release of Mr. Monk's Last Case. It is a Monk movie. My guy, Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shalhoub. There it is. That's not what this is. That's not, not what this is, though. That's not what this movie is. Thanksgiving is the Jordan guess. Is it a Thanksgiving movie or is it just coming out around Thanksgiving? The 24th? Is Thanksgiving on the 24th this year? No. Okay. Then it's around Thanksgiving. Oh, I thought it was a Thanksgiving movie. The 24th is one week from today as the crow flies. But the Friday before this episode releases. Mm. Mm. The name of this movie. Wait, I didn't even guess yet. Still haven't, as far as I can tell. <laughs> don't get stabbed in the dark. That don't get stabbed in the dark. It's probably what it is. It's called "You're All Gonna Die." Hey, I win because uh, mine lastly, was a sentence like this one was. You do. Lastly, I was misled. Directed by you nuts. Y O U N U T S. You nuts. It's a comedy. Very simply, an unconventional elf and a shy boy meet and discover the value of friendship. This movie's called Rudolph, but with people. <laughs> Dudolph. <laughs> is that your guess, Doge? Dudolph? No, I think my guess is, oh, Christmas D's. Dudolph, the real cool, chill guy, <laughs> needs guy. to find some confidence. Dance. His best friend is an elf, elf who wants to be some kind of dentist. <laughs> the movie is called Elf Me. Um, like, that's supposed funny. to be like F Me. It's about what I'd expect. Uh huh. Uh huh. A few more things of note, uh, sure. not within the game, but Hannah Waddingham. Uh huh. She's got a little special called Home for Christmas. And it's just her singing with a bunch of friends. It's like… And Phil Luke Dunster, Evans. who's Jamie Tart, is singing as well. Mm -hmm. Have you guys seen Leslie her come Odom out Jr. and sing uh, the song from uh, A Star is Born with Jason Sudeikis and Will Forte? Uh-huh. It's so cool. That's fun. Yeah. I watched that. It's very good. Man. Lots, lots of good Christmas movies coming out, man. I almost, I almost wish we could kind of dive into a few of them, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> How the Gringo Stole Christmas. Oh, that's George interesting. Lopez flick. George Lopez. Mr. Electricity uh, Dodd. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Electricity Dodd. Let's, uh, let's go shout announcements. Let's do it. That's a ghost. That's the shout announcements ghost. It's kind and of a friendly uh -huh. ghost, it seems. They're gone now. It's just us. And uh, this is the part of the show where we give shout outs to make announcements. Want to give a shout out, of course, to Christmas lights. I love the way they twinkle and sparkle. <laughs> I was like, who are we giving a shout out to? We didn't talk about this. We never yeah, do. Christmas lights. Um, love, love, love those Christmas lights. Love the good work they're doing. Shout out to them. Keep, up, keep it up. Keep it up. There's this neighborhood around you us that does like 
candy cane lane style, just like everybody goes um, balls to the wall on their uh, their decor. And there's like this one little street that's like a cul-de-sac that you can just like park along the side and go for like a winter wonderland walk. And I'm looking forward to doing Love that. that. Love that. That's fun. That's a lot of fun. We have uh, in that Christmas spirit, our next series. Very excited. Uh, we had a conversation not too long ago about how. Could you hang we, on before you finish this? Could you dial down the intensity? You're like too excited. Yeah. Too animated I'm about sorry. this. Yeah. It's one I'm really excited about. Yeah. Yeah, I believe and see when you uh, say it like that, I how, believe it. Whoa, it feels like you're for the never last, gonna believe what we're well, doing. I can't next. believe it. Uh, I'm tired of doing good movies, to be honest. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. It's yeah. not as much fun to just farley about all these good movies. I'm ready for bad ones. Same. And so for some stinkums. We're bringing back uh, something that would I, I would say be one of the infinity stones of what makes this podcast powerful, and that's Christmas movies, uh, especially bad Christmas movies. We've been streaming of A White Christmas. We've decked the Hallmarks. And then this year, it's going to be an O Christmas stream. Each of us will go and look at all the streaming platforms that exist because all of them have at least 20 titles. New, brand new. Even with the strike, you can produce 40 Hallmark movies. You can do 10 things for Netflix. We're each going to pick uh, a movie and bring it to the Oh Christmas stream. I have a suggestion square that I'm going to pitch okay. live, which is always fun to yeah. put the pressure on. I think we each, I think we secret Santa this and each, like I pick one for Doge, Doge picks one for Carter, Carter picks one for me. We pick movies that that person, like it's geared towards them and their interests and the things that That's they're fun. into. That's fun. I love that. So like I'll bring a Doge movie, Doge brings a Carter movie, Carter brings a Jordan movie. Cool. I love Doge it. brings a Carter movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. Easy. So I'll bring one Easy. that like a that like a baby would like. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll look for one that sucks, dude. I'll look for one that somebody who's like not that strong, yeah. or powerful would enjoy watching. That would, like for a really be it. like for a really weak like for a child dude. for a weak baby, unpowerful person. <laughs> and I'll look. I'll look for like a Hallmark movie about a Christmas T-Rex who reads books about milk hurting and stuff. That's perfect, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect. Do we want to go new releases only, like 2023 releases only? I have the biggest challenge because there's hardly ever any angst in these Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah a goofy it. movie's just not a Christmas movie, is it? So what are you going to pick? <laughs> Maybe not for you. <laughs> I'm literally wearing my Powerline shirt right now. I know it's appropriate for what we're going to talk about. Soon. Have but. you did you did you watch that? There's a movie. It's about like an ice skating team. That I feel like Jordan would like it. He's going to do a bit. Wait for it. No, I'm not. It's called Rink. Yeah. Uh, it's not a bit. It's real. It's a it's real. real. It's a real movie about Eric Rink Rinker, <laughs> who, who owns a cat washing company, starring Henry Rinkler. Do we want to do 2023 new releases or are we are we going for something that's aged a bit? No, let's go vintage. fresh. Let's go freshies. Okay. Nah, I agree. There's plenty I agree. of fresh. Because these guys honestly don't keep long. We got to eat them this year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're gonna they're gonna spoil. We're gonna lose our memories like Lindsay Lohan did. I'm gonna find yeah. her most I'm gonna find mm-hmm. the Trumpiest, <laughs> whitest. <laughs> I'm nightmaring of a woke Christmas. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I can't say Merry Christmas anymore. What are you going to do? Unha- Shoot Unhappy me? holidays. <laughs> this season, Oy. grandma's got a gun. And we like that. And that's a good thing. <laughs> and she's also a senator. Starring starring Gator Queen Liz. Ooh, Gator yeah. Queen Liz. She's here. I'm so excited to research. Me too. Same. Me too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Back to the show. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. We're going to talk about Spirited Away, but before we do that, I do need a synopsis from our good friend, Dush. This week's IMDb synopsis is written by Evan Almendo. I just wanted to try it. Sebastian Manalalo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just so we're on the same page, I think that I was thinking of Michael Longfellow. Oh, the, I, no, I see how those uh-huh. are similar. Yeah, both names. They are both names. Start with capital letter, end with lowercase, bunch of lowercase in between. Really, the similarities are there if you look. Yeah. Evan Almendo says, A young girl named Chihiro becomes trapped in a mysterious place after her parents accidentally enter a seemingly abandoned amusement park. As Chihiro navigates this strange realm, she embarks on a journey to find her way back to her own world. To do so, she must adapt and overcome challenges while displaying resilience and determination. Throughout her adventure, Chihiro encounters various spirits, some friendly and others less so. And others, not so much. This was so Alice in Wonderland to me in a good way. Um, Mm. I was not anticipating the like... I, I didn't really know what I was getting into with this, to be honest. I, I didn't really know much about this movie. I just knew that it was highly regarded. Um, Won the Oscar for Best Animated Feature. Deserved. Mm-hmm. It was so charming, so weird in a good way. Like, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to super pump right now just so that I can get it, get it off my chest because it's weighing me down. But this this is the one finally. And this is kind of a collective super pump for all four movies. But um, Joe Hisaishi doing, doing the Lord's work out here on these films. Yeah. I mean, the soundtrack is just, it's perfect. It totally encapsulates the weird wonder, strange spirituality. I, I don't know. I just love it. Yeah. yeah the music of this movie. And I thought that it was spectacular and it was like jaunty and fun and serious and foreboding. And um, I don't know if you guys watch with subtitles. I like to watch uh, particularly uh, these movies with subtitles just for the help with the names. Cause I feel like I hear the names wrong a lot. And yeah. so like watching it with subtitles, it was always like foreboding, upbeat music. And it's like, that is exactly <laughs> what it is. It is both foreboding yeah. and upbeat. Dead on. Uh, That's fun. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I really particularly loved the soundtrack in this one. 
Yeah. Um, but I loved, I've loved the music in all of these. It's maybe the overarching strongest point of these films to me. Soundtrack was definitely one that I've heard before, mm-hmm. right? It, yeah. Maybe it's because the pianist in North Park was <laughs> right. playing it on the piano or something, yeah. you know? But I, here's what's interesting. I just talked about on Howl's Moving Castle, uh, Miyazaki just kind of letting the story write itself. This one was a bit carried away for me. I think because, I don't think hype helped it either. Sure. This is definitely the one that shows up as like 100 movies to watch before you die. It's like in the top 40 on IMDb in terms of its rating. Uh, It wins that Oscar. But in the grand Ghibli of things, not close to my favorite. Hmm. I I think the thing for me with this one, and it was so bizarre. And I also had said like, Ghibli feels like 80s movies that are kind of like fantasy adjacent, like Labyrinth and Time Bandits. That you're like, I don't really know what's going on, but it looks cool. This one was so far from being able to understand. And I think it's because it was so long. It felt like a nursery rhyme that was made into two hours. Hmm. It was just (laughs) like, we filled so much space with really interesting looking things and characters and good voice acting that didn't really do anything. Yeah. Didn't really do anything to the to the plot mm. for me. Um, I don't know. It just it also just felt like a random smattering of tall tales yeah. that they just yeah, threw into one thing. You know, it's like, hey, Paul Bunyan, it's like an American version would be like Paul Bunyan cut down the trees that he could help with the train train race and lasso in this tornado. It's just like, it got so, so wild. No, dude, I yeah. completely uh, agree. That it was hard to it, it totally felt like Paul Bunyan cut down the tree to build the shoe house for the mother who lives in the house of the shoe with her kids. Yeah. And and like Humpty Dumpty was there. And he, like, that's kind of what it felt like is like, we just combined so a like, bunch of different things. So like maybe a yeah. less elegant Shrek. Kind of. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, way less. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But it still ends up, I mean- so many of just the core things that needed to make a good animated movie, especially a good Ghibli movie, it had, which was yeah. great music, great animation, beautiful voice animation. Acting. Mm-hmm. This voice a- voice acting crew was like the Avengers of people you never knew. Mm-hmm. Right. Like knew My their boy names. Max Goof that is just have done. Jay- Jason Martin. Yeah. We've got Max Goof. We've got Squidward. Mm-hmm. We've got Bubbles. We've got like Dude, Lilo. all of these really familiar What's your voices. face from uh, uh, Hercules? Lilo and uh, Stitch. Oh, Meg? yeah. Meg yeah, and Hercules. Hercules. Can I super yeah. dump, actually? Sure. Yeah. I I don't think that she's a bad voice actor because she's certainly got a lot of work around this time. Deve Chase. Deve Chase. Deve Chase. Davey. Who? Davey? I think so. Don't, don't spell it like that. She didn't pick it. There's, there's a real it's Lilo. It's it Lilo. Is, she's Lilo. And, and she did the same thing in her performance as Lilo as she does here, which is like, there's lines and then there's just, ah, 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 like, utterances yeah. that are so unbelievably grating to me. And that's a me thing. A hundred percent. That's a me thing. Sure. But Davey, but it's your, Davey, yeah, Davey, Davey is my super dump for this movie because it just at points was just like, Oh my God, I cannot deal with any hey, more of those. The decision to have making. her yell half of her lines at the top of her lungs is my super dump as well. Like, Oh my gosh. It's so grating. She, she, she's both, a lot of the heart of this movie and also the worst part of this movie. Yeah. Sure. And it's weird because she needed to be a jarring addition to another world. Mm-hmm. 
she needed to be something that felt out of place, that needed to actually be annoying to some of the people there outside of her just being a human. It was right. like, hey. Yeah. And also to have some kind of substance of like, because it, it felt like from the beginning, okay, she's going to become better. Like this is going to, she's going to be a better person sure. leaving this uh, spirit town. But it happened very late in the movie. Like she still was just her for 90% See, of that movie. I don't think it was about yeah, her becoming better. Things. I think it was about her becoming braver, I think is the whole point of yeah. the movie. And I didn't mean, yeah, it makes sense. Braver. Because I think she does I, I that, that There was going to be something that she would have to do. Yeah. Uh, so t- yeah. that that's just my read on it though. Cause I understand where you're coming from that. She doesn't really change all that much, but for me, it starts with, uh, the boiler maker, like, or not boiler maker, the boiler the man, boiler man. like yeah. having to be brave and push back when he says no job is the first thing that she does. Anyway, none of that matters. I agree. Yeah. I think that, um, yeah, I don't know. It, this movie, this movie really clicked for me. A lot of the weirdness here is like, Exactly sure. my flavor in some really fun ways. Um, it felt equal like parts. Album. Yeah. yeah, for real. It felt equal parts Pan's Labyrinth and Coco to me. Dude, Pan's hundred. Labyrinth big time too. I, I see both of those. A hundred. Yeah. It was actually a huge inspiration for Coco. It cited like throughout the development process of that movie. They referred to Spirited Away as like, what do we want the vibe of this to kind of be like the vibe of the, the spirit world? Yeah. Totally unsurprising yeah. to me. Um, I'd take Miguel over Sin any day. But I wish you. Sure. Yeah. And, and also, there's a lesson what, there. Ophelia? Is Ophelia <laughs> in, uh, is that her name? In Pan's Labyrinth? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Princess. And we. Ju- it's also tough coming hot off of Markle, who was so much fun and so charming to come from Markle to yeah. uh, Sin is tough. Yeah. Um, also- and That's not Meghan Markle. That's Markle of Howl's Castle. That's true. I also just want to say, if you're going to write a movie for children- Maybe don't have them taste test a poop ball. Um, yeah. I just don't know. My fr- When she had it, I was like, it's, it's going to be some kind of rock that's a special gym that's able to... No, it's a poop ball that she feeds to people to make them throw up evil. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. Fair enough. I don't enough. know what the big deal is with that. That's how science is. I... Can, do you mind if I just wax poetically briefly about some some things that I really loved in this movie. Go for it. No Face. No Face was so odd. I've never seen That's a, a great word for it. like No Face in my entire life and I don't even know how to explain it if somebody has never seen this other than ghost with a mask whose mouth is his torso and I think mask is just uh-huh. for decoration like an anglerfish and uh, I guess when he eats things, he kind of becomes them and steals attributes of them because he eats a frog, becomes a big frog, and talks like the frog. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. But I found him so much fun and so weird. And same with the stink monster. The stink monster <laughs> yeah. was just like, I know seven-year-old me would have been like, he's <laughs> made of poop. Yeah. Would have yeah. loved it, the whole thing. I want to bathe in one of those herbal baths. It looks delectable. Yeah. Um, Looks nice. Just so much fun. And uh, on top of that, I love the Miyazaki take on like the long dragon, how its face is like Super almost pump. wolf-like. Yeah, talk about it. Super it's pump. so sick. It's the coolest dragon design. So I, cool. I am at a point in my life where, and I'm sorry to all of you listening to this who are Back reading, to Zelda. Who are reading Fourth time. Wing and 
Iron Flame and the dragon books that are real popular right now. I'm over reptile dragons. Reptile dragons, been there, done it. Give me flying wolf dragons. That's way cooler. Stuff like Falcor and then stuff like these dragons. That's way cooler to me. I like both. I got room in my heart for both, I think. I'm kind of over, I'm over uh, dinosaur bat dragons. I don't think I, I think know how to get over them. I, they've been done and they've, they've had their time in the sun. I like them. But yeah, I hear you. I think that the design, first of all, very Zelda. Um, but, I think Zelda is actually very yes, this. Yes, correct. Correct. Um, both of which I think are just the Japanese interpretation of dragons. 100%. Which is so yep. sick. Um, which is cooler. But yeah, I, I don't know. I loved uh, Haku's dragon looked so cool. And um, the scene of him like, outpacing all those little like paper things at the beginning when it's just like shooting past him. So yeah. sick. I don't know. I, Dude, I can't think of people in this movie who weren't kind of cool to me. Like it just all worked so well for me. And um, that's not to say, <laughs> that's not to say that I'm unaware of some of the, um, the pacing is weird in this movie and like yeah it is i'm not really how sure it goes weird. anywhere how interesting is it that yubaba has a pet bird that has her same face <laughs> i love it so, like what the heck weird. can i let me let me go ahead and super down please i so our is it what what did the, what did we call the faceless demon no face what was this no just, it was just no face no face yeah easy to remember what happened to no face what do you mean you know what do you mean at the end of the movie, he got left. What happens to him? He's spinning silk with. Uh, he got left with Granny. He's just spinning silk with Granny. He found a purpose. He found something he's good at. No. Yes, that's my. That's exactly dumb. what happened. I. Sure. What a lazy let the storyboard write that part for you. Hey, well, we yeah, drew a that's lovely picture movie. of him sitting down spinning silk with Granny. I know, but it's like I have seen No Face. When you talk about Studio Ghibli, it's like Totoro. And no face. Sure, like, yeah. I, those are I the agree. two things that I see the most. And I couldn't wait. Here it comes. Here's all these things. Oh my God, amazing. It's growing. And as long as you accept something from it, now it can devour you because of your greed to devour, you know, I don't know. Yeah. The pleasantries or gold or something like that. And then the end is just like, you want to come? And which Ghibli's done before. Like a lot of the times, vinch, uh, villains or henchmen just end up being a part of the party. And we're like, oh, well, yeah. I probably should have killed him, but you can come. Uh, all of that to it just being like, oh, we're good now. Like this is yeah. maybe the strongest evil in this whole land. Uh, it was just way too much of a lead up for the payoff to me. There was so much interesting things about it. How only no face could see her, even when she's holding her breath yeah. across the bridge, right? This ominous weird, not knowing yet its true form, kind of seeing through it sometimes. Yeah. It's swallowing things and taking on how they talk. It reminded me of that bear, the zombie bear in Annihilation. Ooh, yeah. Good pull. That just sounds like other people you might know. And right. it's this terrifying, and and the payoff was such boo-boo to I me. think, like I agree. so lazy. I agree. Theme. I think he should have been more like thematically tied into sure. something that, that she was going to grow or develop. I agree. It felt like a weird See, tack on. I think there's been a theme throughout the Miyazaki films that we've watched. And honestly, just throughout a lot of, a lot of Japanese media that I have consumed where it's like evil and good are not binary states of being. 
and like it seems like a lot of times like there's like these like demons or spirits or whatever they're not evil they just do bad things and like can be yeah. tamed or changed yeah. they can do whatever they I want totally, they're kind I, of just forces of nature it's like godzilla right yeah. godzilla is not a villain not a hero godzilla is like a hurricane yeah yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I was viewing it because it's clear that Yubaba is like the villain, but even she is not. And I'm evil. telling you, like my viewing it of in that way with what we did with with the spirit of the forest and everybody right. in Princess Mononoke, what we did yeah. with the castle itself and how it seemed to be a bit cerebral, and it it made its decision to get rid of all of the mechanics of the world and stick to nature and shoot itself into the sky. Like yeah, it, that already makes kind of sense in that overall arching mm-hmm. thing. So to have that and then have the very last movie with the most recognizable character with so much screen time not pay mm-hmm. off well, that's what yeah, I'm I get that. about. I get yeah. that for it's sure. Like, I saw that theme and this was the worst execution of the theme. And I, I couldn't believe well, it. Well, let me tell you. I was like, I, oh, that's… what a I'm so thankful. This is kind of a meta conversation at this point. But I'm so thankful that Princess Mononoke made the cut because first movie, best movie. It is… Agreed. Far and away, far and away, by a mile, the best of the four movies that we have watched. It is cohesive front to back with a story that has a beginning, a middle, and an end, a soundtrack that won't quit, voice acting that's awesome, animation that was groundbreaking and still holds up and is still cool. Princess Mononoke, the fact that I'm going to shame you and then I'm going to kiss you, listeners. The fact that you almost let that not be in this series is honestly insane to me. That went to a tiebreaker. I don't know if we said that on the show. That went to a tiebreaker in Discord. It was going to be either Princess Mononoke or My Neighbor Totoro. Which I would have loved to have watched as well. So that would have been fun. But like yeah. the fact that y'all barely got Mononoke through yeah. is so shocking to me. And it makes me question why it wasn't the first place movie by a long shot. Um, but also if I'm so thankful to, it made it. Because I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. If I was to rank from my favorite to least favorite of the four… And again, it's it's from it's it's like it, we'd never seen Pixar before or something, right? And so we're ranking four good movies. But uh, would be Howl's Moving Castle is still my mm. favorite. That um, feels like an extremely Carter movie to me. I, I don't know why yeah, it does, but Carter. it super does. That means a lot. That means a lot to hear. Uh, and then Princess Mononoke. Yeah. And then I'll save the other ones because we haven't even rated this movie yet. Yeah, right? yeah. I'll super pump. Do it. Do it then. The Boiler Man. It's awesome. It's extremely cool. <laughs> and like it's also so cool. sa- has same face as Dr. Eggman. Yes, he Which does. is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the way that they, I, I don't know. I really, I think I he looks more th- like the guy from Dragon Ball Z. The like, yeah, the guy from Dragon Ball Z. That's how he looks but the most like to me. Uh, I think I was expecting them to do with almost all of the other monsters, what they, what they did with Boiler Man, where it's like scary at first, but that's just because we don't understand him. Yeah. He's ultimately very kind, even though he has spider arms. Like, I don't know. I think I, I really enjoyed the execution of that, of like, I don't understand the spirit it's world. Of, it's yeah. scary because yeah. it's foreign to me and like doesn't make sense to me. But then I realized he's just a person with a weird shaped body. And I, I kind of yeah. thought that would carry through to like, you know, I thought we would get that from I agree. Uh, the the three heads that were jumping around. I thought we would get that from oh, oh, oh. yeah, from No Face. Ultimately, we didn't get it from No. Like, I don't know. I think I I really liked that with him, and thought we would get it with others. Yeah, I the baby just um, being Tommy Pickles was hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was really funny. Um, boiler, boiler room man. We should probably know his actual Kamaji. I believe is uh, his name. 
Yeah. Kamaji reminded me of the worms from Men in Black. Yeah. Interesting. Guys that are like, hey, that are basically all cheech. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Work for (laughs) work for headquarters. They're like NASA. Just these brilliant guys who just pull it all together in the background. Um, my super pump is I'll just call it like the mess. Like it was just this thing that was like, I felt like I was watching my three-year-old niece put together a show. And she was just coming up with some stuff, but there was still a charm to it. Like it still, it didn't put any bad Ghibli taste in my mouth. Mm, So it was like just the rand, absolutely. And I'm glad that we said, I think it was you, Jordan, that said Alice Alice in Wonderland. That's the vibe for me. Alice in Wonderland was one of my favorite, like first, Disney movies, like on VHS. I mean, I'm watching this as like a six-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. I wonder if and we had so seen, if we'd bizarre. seen this when we were six. I wonder if we would feel the same way about it. Very you know what possible. I mean? Like, I wonder yeah. if this had been like a staple of my childhood. If I would be like, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but come on. Oh yeah, it's spirited away. Right, it doesn't yeah. have to because it's so good. You know, yeah. that's exactly. kind of that's kind so, of where I'm finding myself landing in this conversation. Is like, yeah, no, I completely agree with like every all the negatives of it. It just something about it really worked. The weirdness of it seems like the draw mm-hmm. versus like the cohesiveness of it. But I get it. I yeah. 100% get it. And it's also different. So that's my super pump. I think at the end of all these four movies, despite where I would rank Spirited Away, I think this is the one that I could recall the most characters to. Sure. I could probably say 20. I could be like, Turnip Spirit. And you're like, you know who I'm talking radish. about. Radish. It was Radish Spirit. Uh, radish Spirit. But you would you still knew, yep. didn't you? So yeah. How similar is uh how like how similar do you feel like your position is Jordan on this where it's like it doesn't make sense I don't really care uh to people who like the whaling that we talked about a couple weeks ago where it's just like yeah it's cool yeah, scenes it's it doesn't similar. really hang together. Yeah. Pro- probably That's a pretty similar position to take. Um I don't think I feel as strongly about this as a lot of people feel about the whaling but sure yeah. Um yeah it's probably pretty similar. I think we should rate this movie and then rank the four Ghibli movies that we've seen and yeah. kind of walk yeah. through that if if we feel good about that. And, and also rate it according to our Chili's O-meter. Yes, of course. That's something we have to do. Yes, of course. Um, we're going to rate this movie using the scientific cinema scale, which is perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy, buy that, that poster. poster. The next best thing is buy it. Let's fall by rent it and then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I'll go first. I'm going to give. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You will. Uh, I'm going to buy this. Uh, I'm going to buy this about the same as I buy Howl's for different reasons. Um, Different pros, different cons, but about the same reaction from me. Um, I I think I get this movie. Um, But it doesn't, it doesn't hit for me as much as. I think I wanted it to before pressing play, but I think I get it more than I was expecting to in a weird way. So yeah, this is a buy for me. I'm going to rent it. Uh, I think I like it about the same, maybe just under Castle in the Sky. Um, I think I was, like it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum who voted for this and was like, I love it. It's the best one ever. I think I was let down by this. I think the the decades and decades of hype of like the best movie in the world, the best movie in the world, you've got to see it. It just didn't live up to that for me. And I don't know if that's a me thing, if that's a spirited away thing, or just maybe it's a be 30 years old and watch a cartoon thing. Sure. And it's just not going to be what you need it to be. But uh, I'll give it a, uh, 
Uh, what did I say? Buy? I'll buy it. I, it's definitely not. There's really good animated stuff that we watch. So I don't think it's because it's a cartoon. We were just talking about Invincible in our sure, yeah, uh, earlier in the episode and stuff like that. I, I rent it. Um, and I think even without hype, if I'm watching it with these other three movies and just comparing it to these other three, it's it's not my favorite. Sure. And so I still had a lot of fun. I get it. I think it's not hard for me to find reasons people would love something. Sure. And this is chock full of it. I mean, my super pump was just how messy it was in a really beautiful sure. way. And so I rent spirit in a way. Well, let's, uh, let, let's run chili scale real quick. We have to now rate this movie according to the Chili's meter, which is perfect and as follows. Would you rather go to Chili's or watch this movie? Uh, I'd rather watch this movie than go to Chili's. This I think I'd rather go to Chili's. That's fair. Ch- I, I think Chili's I'd rather go to great. Chili's. I think I'd be joining you, Josh. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd rather go to Chili's. Yep. Chili's is pretty great. Yeah. I get it. It's too bad. This is, I'm glad it's not a Kane scale because I don't know if any movie on earth. Yeah, has no, ever I don't think so. That's why Chili, Chili's is honestly. I know it's a bit. Yeah, Chili's is such a great, <laughs> a great eating experience to use for that scale. Dude, part, Chili's is Chili's. Chili's contains multitudes. Let's rank these movies. Let's start at the back. This is your personal. This is not like a podcast whole rating, but let's rank these movies uh, fourth to first and just kind of quick, quick rapid fire discussion about it um, as we go because I think. Uh, Ghibli's like an important touchstone. I think it's good to kind of sum it all up here. Yeah. Um, I, I don't mind starting. My fourth place is Castle in the Sky. I liked it. I didn't love it. Uh, it's the one of these four that I would, le- I'm least likely to ever revisit, I think. It's Castle in the Sky for me too. Last place for me as well. Man, I don't want to do ties or anything. Then don't. I I enjoyed Castle in the Sky more than Spirited Away. It's close it for me, dude. I'm so in between. I'm going to say I'll do Castle in the Sky last too, just because Spirited Away is is much more there's a lot of rewatchability yeah. with that. Yeah. There's going to be so much going on you could miss. It. I did like Castle in the Sky. I didn't hate it, but the gulf yeah. the gulf between 4th and 3rd is almost as wide as my gulf between 2nd and 1st, but not quite. The gulf between 4th and 3rd is pretty big for me, and I think for me 3rd place is Spirited Away. Um 3rd for me too. Spirited Spirited, Spirited Away is my 4th place. I'm just going to say yeah, yeah. it's 4th for okay. me. Yeah. Spirited Away is last, Castle in the Sky okay. is 3rd. I'm fair enough. Third. Yeah, Spirited Away. So we all Away. have the same order. That, yeah, aside from those two, we got the same order then, I don't right? think so. Not for Carter. No. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Spirit, that's true. Spirited Away, um, I liked a lot as a whole package, whereas my second place, I liked the first 90% of it way more than all of Spirited Away. The last 10% really just falls apart for me in a way that I can't abide. My second place I is think the, Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, mine too, yeah. Mine's Mononoke. Absolutely cannot deny that it is the cleanest. It is the yeah. narratively the prettiest mm-hmm. package. Uh, and then also has just so much more. I think Lord, I think Lord Huron, <laughs> the boy and the heron, uh, I think is going to lean closer to Mononoke from what cool. I've heard in terms of being a touch more mature I think that's a really good space for cool. Ghibli movies. For Jordan. Um, and so I'm hoping that that's what we do again. Cool. But yeah, it's it's Princess Mononoke is second for me. It's first for me. Mononoke is first place for me. I've I have thought about Princess Mononoke every day since we watched it. It 
It's, Same. It's a serious contender. I want contender. to watch it again really soon. It's a serious contender for a top 10 film of all time for me, I think. I just adored wow. every awesome. second of it. I would buy the poster and hang yeah. it in this office space for real, for real. I thought, I mean, Princess Mononoke. I have a tab open on my phone of all the Mononoke posters I could buy. Do you really? I would love, I'm, I have like spot right there in my office where I want to hang one. I have found myself straight up obsessed with Princess Mononoke. I probably will rewatch it within the next couple of weeks because I kind of want to show people this move. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just blown away by Mononoke. I'm so glad it made the cut for this series. I think it is by a wide margin, my favorite movie of the four. I'm very interested to watch like, uh, some of the other ones that are ranked higher on the tomato meter, there's like a couple that have 100%, a couple that have 99, 98% that didn't make it into the series. My memories uh, of Kiki's Delivery Service is that I liked it better than every one of these except for Princess Mononoke. Kiki's Delivery Service is, has a better tomato meter score than any of the ones we watched. Yeah. It's, it's, my memory yeah, of I'm Kiki's Delivery Service more. is that it is just delightful. Yeah. I think in touching on my number one too, like Hal's Moving Castle, I, so I, one of the biggest creative outlets I could possibly have is creating stories. And I get to do that with like being a dungeon master. And I find a lot of the times when I'm building worlds, I start with characters. I start with people and creatures and stuff first and try and get to know them and then build the world around them. And it feels like that's what Hal's Moving Castle is. Yes. Is it's very character centric. Yes. Very eclectic, super different. And it's, I loved it 100%. so much. Absolute joy. Yep. It's a very Carter movie too. I think if I had watched that without this podcast, I think I probably would have texted you and been like, yo, have you seen this? Yeah. I love that. It's so nice. Yeah. I had that thought while I was watching. Honored. I was watching and I was like, I bet Carter is loving this yeah, right now. For sure. <laughs> it also, there's elements of it that are the most similar to like uh, anime shows. Um, there, there are like animation yeah. styles and um, like character archetypes that are very similar to mm-hmm. um, like a lot of anime that I have seen. And so I think that's part yeah. of why it made me think of you. But yeah, I think um, overall the, I, I have loved this series. So and um, I feel like yeah. I'm filling in a major blind spot that I have. Same. Um, I I think that I'm going to rewatch Kiki's Delivery Service just for funsies because I really love that movie. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, yeah. but I just, I feel confident that it holds up. And also I feel like I need to watch Totoro just because it's like the mascot. I feel like I'm missing out on yeah. the Ghibli Mickey Mouse. Yeah, exactly. Dude, Totoro, I'm, I'm down for all of it. Ponyo, I'm glad to do... Uh, Grave of Fireflies. I want to see one of these ones that just absolutely destroys. Yeah, Grave of yeah. the Fireflies, I have heard, is tough. Saddest of all yeah. things. It's one of… Give it to me, though. It's one of three Ghibli movies with 100% on a tomato meter. That's so, Taylor Princess, Kaguya, yeah. Only Yesterday, and Grave of the Fireflies. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I kind of just want to watch them all, if I'm being honest with you. Ponyo is, like, yeah. basically the Little Mermaid, right? Like, almost exactly. But just instead of being so. a pretty young woman, it's a fish. I think so. I'm not sure. So Carter SAP, I can tell from the way he's moving. So uh, he's ready, end, he's ready to no, go. No, no, no. I'm just stretching. Mm-hmm. Sure. I've never moved like this. <laughs> Finding new muscles. Uh, thanks for joining us for Thanksgiving. And make sure you stay tuned for uh, Oh Christmas Stream. It's going to be, 
it's just going to be a delight, mm-hmm. I think. So uh, stay tuned for that. To end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and uh, which monster from uh, Spirited Away we'd like to spend a little bit of time with. Um, for two jokes and a hunk, I'm Jordan. It's got to be Radish Spirit for me, dude. It has to be. Seems pretty chill. Seems super chill. He seems extremely chill. I feel like we could just like post up and just kind of vibe. No words. Yeah. Cozy guy. Yeah, maybe snuggle a little bit, listen to some music. Maybe. See where the night takes us. I'm Doge, and in a world of no faces and spider armored mans and turnip spirits, I hang out with the guy who's just a frog. Just Dude, regular, yeah. regular frog. Bro. I think that's my good like entry point into the spirit world because I know frogs. I've seen frogs. I've held frogs. Familiar. Talking one's an adjustment, but it's not like a crazy going to reshape Kermit. my view of the world. Yeah, maybe he's like Kermit. Yeah. I'm, I'm Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Carter, and it's definitely going to be one of those duck spirits, dude. That oh, was just yeah. Like a lily pad yeah. on its head. Uh-huh. They look like a yeah. good time. I feel like if you're hanging with one, you're hanging with the crew. It's probably gonna be three or four. It of did them. feel like a few of those totally monster down. spirits. They were just like, I don't know, just pull some, just pull some JPEGs of some Pokemon. Pokemon, a hundred percent. It was just like, what if Psyduck was there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't make it exactly like Cubone, but let's keep yeah. some of the elements there. Yeah, we we'll get do? close. We'll definitely yeah. get close. I mean, what was okay. Haku if not fleshy Rayquaza? Anyway. Um, Mm. I take that back. I just want to. I just want to hang out with her pig parents because they seem so nice and yeah. terrifying. So terrifying. How did we not talk about that? Oh my so gosh, terrifying. What? Like just at the beginning, you're like, oh my Miyazaki, god. Yeah, I think has a like terrifying. a hog thing. I'm not saying Dude, fetish. This, I didn't say. I didn't say fetish. No, Fas- it's a fascination. He has not a fetish. He has a proclivity. <laughs> <laughs> he has a. Has a it's not this a fetish. It's most- a kink. I think if if Del Gorbo was to pick up a uh, uh, live action iteration, Ooh. yes, it w- uh, of any Ghibli movie, it would be, be this. So you don't far, think he would? Yeah, you don't think seen. he would go buck wild with the hogs and the forest spirit from Mononoke? Oh uh, yeah, I feel like that gross <sighs> wormy hog would be. Yeah, that's him. Side that's note. our nasty. That's our nasty boy, Del, Gor- boy, Del Gorbo. I kind of want to see. I don't know. I feel like Mononoke was like the prettiest. Mm. Yeah, and like the crisp. I think like Denis would would have fun with that. <sighs> don't world. even Carter. Don't even. Why would you do say that, that dude? dude? Why would you even say that to me right now? And then Taika could do howls. Oh, actually, hey. More that's importantly, important. don't do yeah. any of this. <laughs> no, do not do this. No, don't touch these. Just, just leave these alone. No, they're they're, they're not. I think the big takeaway here is just don't. Just go ahead and don't. Yeah. Because that's not how you get clicks. This is.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.